Hello, hello, hello. It's me, Jan. Welcome back to All That Matters. And I'm so thrilled to have so many new listeners. And I will shout out to people listening in Poland, um, on into India, and our hearts and prayers are with you in India. And so thrilled to have so many new listeners there. But I know so much is going on and everyone who's listening to this now and everyone who's not, uh, all our thoughts uh, and good wishes go towards um, India and all that you're going through with the pandemic. And that's true for anyone who's suffering there right now, but India is really going through a lot. Um, On to our listeners in South Africa and the UK and over to Canada and the United States and on to New Zealand and Australia. All of you, I'm so happy to hear from so many of you. And this this podcast of mine that's been going on now 32 straight weeks, and uh, it's a bit of a fairy tale to me that all of this can come true because a fairy tale is kind of like something maybe you dream or a story um, that you tell yourself that you hope and, 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 and that contains your hopes and dreams. And yet at the same time, um, it, it occurs to me that um, that fairy tales are, are are a very powerful thing to teach us about the way we approach life, and 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 perhaps talk a bit about our fears and and our hopes uh, come through in fairy tales, um, and they have a power uh, to them. You know, Neil Gaiman who wonderful writer wrote Coraline and so many other wonderful books um, said that fairy tales are more than true, not because they tell us that dragons exist, but because they tell us that dragons can be beaten. They tell us that dragons can be beaten. We all know if we've lived life at all, that there are dragons out there to be slain. Um, and yet, as we learn in other fairy tales, sometimes dragons can be our friends that we perhaps can hear in a fairy tale our own hopes and dreams and fears and perhaps clarify or crystallize for ourselves what those are about and what we need to understand about the world. You know, we tell them to children, but we're telling them to ourselves and I, I'm totally convinced that all of us as adults are still either nourishing or not attending to the child that still lives within us. And that's a question I have for you. What sort of fairy tales do you still listen to or still evoke uh, an impact on you and an impression uh, inside of you? Um, or what are the fairy tales you need to hear uh, and that we still cling to? Um, one thing I do know is that fairy tales uh, have merit. Uh, indeed, Albert Einstein said, if you want your children to be intelligent, read them fairy tales. If you want them to be more intelligent, read them more fairy tales. So that's coming from Einstein who obviously understood that there's a truth that exists or 
an expansion of our imagination. And for, for Einstein, I know, um, it's all about that imagination uh, that allowed him to um, look at the world and try to understand it with the unified field theory. Um, trying to comprehend things takes imagination. And sometimes that is what we lack in life. Um, you know, I, 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 I do know that, um, that we, each of us, uh, looks at, at our lives and we must differentiate between the fan, the fantasy and the reality. Um, and that's part of, part of our problem. Um, what we learn, JK Rowling, of course, who wrote one of the fairy tales for our time, really in Harry Potter, um, she says, I really feel that we're not giving children enough credit for distinguishing what's right and what's wrong. I, for one, devoured fairy tales as a little girl, but I certainly didn't believe that kissing frogs would lead me to a prince or that eating a mysterious apple would poison me or that with the magical bibbidi-bobbidi-boo, I'd get a beautiful dress and a pumpkin carriage. No, I believe that many children recognize Harry Potter for what it is, fantasy literature. But I believe it's much better to engage in dialogue with children to explain the difference between fantasy and reality. Then they're better equipped to deal with people who might have taken it too far. We're aware, um, listeners, of, of a world that sometimes takes things too far. And we're also aware of a world that is not just black and white that it is more complex than that and that you know each one of us uh looks to understand how it is that fairy tales we're told as a child um impact our life as we get older uh taylor swift has a song about prince charming and i know that she's known for writing uh, a lot about her relationships and experiences, but I think it's very true when she says, when I was a little girl, I used to read fairy tales. In fairy tales, you meet Prince Charming, and he's everything you ever wanted. In fairy tales, the bad guy's easy to spot. The bad guy's always wearing a black cape, so you know who he is. Then you grow up and you realize that Prince Charming is not as easy to find as you thought. You realize the bad guy is not wearing a black cape, and he's not easy to spot. He's really funny, and he makes you laugh, and he has perfect hair. <laughs> but that's true. Uh, maybe the people that we think are all good maybe aren't always good, and maybe the people we think are always bad or always evil, that it's more complex than that. There are more shades there, and we need to understand that. And this past year has kind of given us a, a sense of there is a Oh my gosh, there is such division and there's uh, such uh, kind of a black and white look at the world amongst many people who are polarized. And uh, it seemed to me if we could only somehow find in ourselves some of that complexity, we might see it in others. Um, yes, there are times when you must take a stand and you can see this. No, this is, this is wrong. And we take a stand when something is just wrong. But then to see another human being and to at least make the effort to see the complexity and the shades. So this is all about fairy tales and the fairy tales we tell ourselves. Um, one of the fairy tales for the modern day 
uh, is celebrated, uh, sort of came back to me this week because it's the 10th anniversary of Prince William uh, marrying Princess Kate in, in London. And it ca- caused me to re- recall that that wedding because I was there. I was there in London 10 years ago on the day um, William married Kate. And I wasn't attending the actual wedding, but I was in the streets and I was, it was, it permeated the atmosphere. And people were in costumes or in special dress and they were singing in the streets. There was such an incredible sense of cheer and and joy that vibrated in the air in London that day. And I, I, I was sort of an observer of it, of course, coming from America. And yet at the same time, uh, as a writer, I always love to look at the details that I remember watching, taking notes about, you know, mental notes about the way people were in this kind of wonderful dance of um, hopefulness and optimism. And I realized the whole world or a lot of the world was watching london on that day and this event and i thought what is it about that fairy tale of the prince and the princess and to me it represented something about the joy we all hope for or or the the dream we all have of finding that perfect person of 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 happily ever after and though we know that life is more complex than that there was something about william the future king and finding the love of his life, Kate, and the two of them having a more modern relationship than perhaps their grandparents, um, and 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 starting out on life with with everything that that um, uh, encases, and and I think right now, and they've been through a lot, the royal family in the last few years, but there is something about that tenth anniversary of really of a fairy tale only we know the fairy tale is deep and they have children they now have to explain life to their children and they have to move through the complexities of life well that's true for each of us and i think that i want to ask the question in the coming week to ask yourself what what is it that you are searching for what is the fairy tale you're living with And is it not about your hopes and dreams of your need to be seen and heard, each one of us? To me, that's what this moment is about, that the fairy tale is meant to express our fears and yet our hopes and our dreams. We want to believe. I think we're hardwired to believe that the future can be better, that our hopes are something we can shape with our hands and our hearts. And I think that that the way to, to read the fairy tales of our lives is to read them as reflections of ourselves. And so we also must separate between fantasy and reality. We know the real world operates on real emotion, real conflict, but also on real possibility. It is my hope 
that in the coming week and weeks that each one of us takes the greatest hopes and dreams of the fairy tale that we tell the child within us and that we recognize that the dragons or those things that come against us can be slain in as much as we have the power to do so and that we are stronger together than apart and that each and every one of us deserves love. If each and every one of us knows in our hearts that we deserve love, then we have become more than the fairy tale, more than the fantasy. We have become the real thing, for we act with love, and with that love we impact not only ourselves, but those we care about, and through them, the greater community and the world at large. You see, one person who believes in themselves can do more than so many who only live in fairy tales. Here's to the real world. Here's to making your dreams come true. Until next week, I'm Jan Goldstein. And this is all that matters. <laughs>